Hey, hey, what's going on? Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. LZ Granderson, how was your weekend? It was very good, brother. How was yours? Can't complain, you know, just uh, a lot of football, which was fun. Uh, very fun. There, you know, my, my weekend not as fun as James Harden's, which we'll get to a little later. Um, uh. oh, <laughs> Although, there are better ways. There are yeah. better ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although we have, I have a lot to discuss with you about him. Um, you know, Southern California's own James Harden and his whereabouts and everything that surrounds him and the aftermath uh, that he may leave behind him potentially. We'll get to all that stuff. Plus, LeBron talking about the partnership with the Lakers. We'll get into all of that in just a few moments. But first, LZ, let's start with the Rams. Uh, I want to talk Raiders and Chargers too, but let's start with the Rams. And it feels like to me that it's been very hard to get a read on them. Other than this, is it fair to say that we know their defense is awesome, we know they've got an elite coach, and sometimes their quarterback is also really good. But I can't get a read on when he's going to be good and when he's not going to be good. I could definitely, uh, you know, co-sign much of what you're saying. Although I will say this: what happened over the last two games is typically what happens. <laughs> what I mean by that is the 49ers just have our number right now. So that 23 to 20 loss, while disappointing and while you know coming in the closing minutes. Still, is typically what happens when the Rams face the 49ers. This is the second season in which they've gotten swept by them. And then with the Cardinals, we can't lose to them. <laughs> and again, that happened again last night. So the, the past two weeks, I would say, is, is not necessarily a good barometer in terms of the Jekyll and Hyde because it's actually the most consistent they've been. We're going to lose to the Niners, and we're going to beat the Cardinals. Yeah, and that's pretty much what happened. Yeah, I guess in regards to the last two weeks, that's the case. But from a big-picture perspective, like if I told you right now, the aliens are coming down, right? We got to play a football game, and it's the Rams. You're feeling good about Aaron Donald, right? Yep. You're feeling good about Jalen Ramsey, right? Yeah. You're feeling good about that offensive line, even without Andrew Whitworth, right? Uh, You know, Yep, I mean, they've been good. They've been good. They've been good. You know? been good. You, when you throw in without Andrew Wentworth, like, Wentworth I'm like going, well, I wouldn't go okay. that far. But, I mean, you know. whatever. Maybe we need, yeah. maybe we get Wentworth back for the alien battle. But uh, yeah. nonetheless, how are you feeling in that alien battle against Jared, with Jared Goff? How's the four-man rush of the aliens? Four-man <laughs> rush of the aliens is pretty strong. You know, Uh-oh. and that the best teams that they're going to face are going to, are you know, outside of Seattle, right, are going to have some semblance of that. You know, listen, here's the thing. No team in the league sacked the quarterback more than the Buccaneers going into their matchup. And we won. <laughs> right? Right. So, I mean, there are there are moments across the schedule in which you look and you go, what are we doing? The game against Miami, obviously, is the one that comes to mind. Though I would say, you know, the first game against the 49ers was also one of those moments, um, which you wonder, what were we doing? Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of really good wins on this team, on their resume this season. A lot of good wins. And so Jekyll and Hyde over the last two weeks is more like, you know, par for the course. But when I look over the course of the season, I just see a good football team. Mm-hmm. You know, they lost to the Bills, heading for the playoffs. 
Lost to the Niners. We're in the Super Bowl last season. Lost to the Dolphins. Head to the playoffs. Niners. Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So they're not losing the scrubs. No. No, no. No, no. They're not. No. I mean, you know. Right. So I, I, I feel as if, you know, and the two of those losses were on the road. Right. And, and the one against the Bills came in the last play after right. a controversial call. Right. So, I mean, I think we know what they are. They're a good football team. Yes. That will lose if you get to their play. If you get to their quarterback, there's a good chance they'll lose. But generally speaking, they're a good football team. Are they? I think they're the best team in the division. Is do you believe that? I do. They are the most complete team in the division. They are the best team in the in the division. I think they are the. I well, look. Here's the thing about the Seahawks. Okay, look, they're better than the Cardinals. And, and to your point, they. The the Niners just have their number, but I don't think the Niners are going to be, while granted, still in mathematically in it, I don't believe the Niners are actually a real threat come playoff time. Like, I could be wrong no. about that, but I, I don't believe that. It's likely the they won't get in. Correct. Correct. Because right now, when you look at the math, the Niners have only a 23% chance to get in, and the Rams are at 99% right now. Um, so the Rams currently are the three seed uh, at the moment. So I, I look at Seattle, and I saw a team yesterday, and, and I know people are like, ah, you lost to the Giants. Giants are playing good good football. Since yeah. week six, the Giants five are 5-2, and, two. Are five and, two, and the right. only teams with better records than them in that stretch are the Steelers, the Chiefs, and the Saints. <laughs> so like that, that you have to keep that in mind. Um, so, And I think maybe the Dolphins are tied with them. But they have had a great stretch. They have a really good defense, and it showed yesterday. But what I think we saw yesterday is that there is a game plan that the Rams have also used in how to beat the Steel- how to beat the Seahawks. Excuse me. And I-, I think that really, when you look at the NFC, does anyone scare you? Because we agree they're already in, uh, you know out of the division, the better team as long as they're healthy. But does New Orleans scare you? Yes. Really? <laughs> they don't scare me. I have a healthy respect for them. I think their defense is excellent. I think the running game is excellent. They got a ton of weapons. And, and, you know, maybe this stuff, we've now saw it last year too, right, with Drew Brees where the time off actually helps him, except, I mean, I don't know, it helps his shoulder and his arm, but broken ribs can't be easy to come back from. Um, and I don't buy that Taysom Hill is the long-term answer if Brees gets hurt again. So I don't have a huge like fear of them again a healthy respect and the same thing with the Packers like the Packers obviously they have Aaron uh both Aaron's Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones was fantastic too um their receiving course come around they got a good offensive line their defense is good up front not great in the back um so like you know they have flaws too like I don't think there's anyone in the NFC this year that I say that team is one million percent complete there's no way the Rams can beat them well, no, no, there, there is no team like that. But that doesn't mean that the Saints and the Packers don't scare me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, because they're pretty, they're pretty complete teams in their own right. I know right. that, you know, Aaron Rodgers makes up for a lot of the holes in the team's offense, but he makes up for them, and he is probably, in my opinion, you know, has a hair on the inside track of winning MVP because of it, mm-hmm. over Patrick Mahomes, because everyone can recognize still the flaws of that team that Aaron Rodgers covers up. Right. But after those two, we're right there. Right. 
we're right there. And oh, by the way, I'm sure if you ask Aaron Rodgers, and I'm sure if you ask Drew Brees or or Taysom Hill, if our defense scares them, and they would say yes. Oh, of so course. So we scared them too. Right, 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 right. No doubt. No, no, the Rams scare some people. I do we're, think we're, that the golf, scary. the golf thing, um, the golf thing is, is, is to me the key to all of this, you know? Yeah. Um, without golf being at times inconsistent, I mean, you can make the case that they are the team to beat in the NFC, but I, I think that his inconsistency is the potential issue. But we can discuss that further. I'd be curious to hear from fans, from the, the Rams fans at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Who scares you out there in the NFC? And coming up next, forget about scary. It was petrifying for the Raiders, but sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. And who the biggest Lakers villain all time is? It's someone's birthday today that may be the person that we will be discussing. We'll get to all that coming up. We are back in two and a half minutes. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. LZ, do you believe that sometimes it's better to be lucky than good? I do. Yeah. In fact, I think all the time it's better to be lucky than good. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, yeah. I don't know about all the time, but I, I wouldn't be mad at all the time if that were the case. Uh, yeah. You know, if that indeed was the case, I'd be okay with it. Uh, and that's how the Raiders have to feel after yesterday. But again, it doesn't matter because this is a very binary situation. There's a win and there's a loss. Um, do you believe the conspiracy theories out there uh, that the Jets are tanking so bad that they they are the first team in NFL history to rush eight men with five, under 10 seconds to go um, on a Hail Mary attempt. They did fire the defensive coordinator today, though. They Greg did Williams. fire Greg Williams today. This is yes. true. So the question is, if they are tanking so bad that they did that on purpose, what kind of golden parachute did you give Mr. Williams? Right. You know, so I would say you probably didn't give him one, right? So, right. no, he just blew it. They're not so bad that they tried to, like, give away a game that they had in their hands. Because at the end of the day, they may want the number one draft pick, but no one wants to go 0 for 16. Yeah. Nobody I, wants that. No, for sure. Um, but, I, man, I was watching that. I thought the Raiders were done. And then I realized, oh, wait, that's right, the Jets. You know? <laughs> and it's like – but I was like – my immediate re reaction was when when the Jets scored and there was whatever it was, you know, a f less than a minute, I think it's what it was, or like a minute, I was like, yeah. oh, this, this is over. You know what I mean? Like, like this is terrible. It was 45 seconds, I want to say. And I was like, oh, it's over. And then the Jets jetsed, and uh, and uh, I, I mean, didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, jetsing, jetsing is a thing. Uh, just like falconing, charging. Remember t bowing? That was a thing too. Oh yeah, t bowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it's like 
how does that happen? Like, how do you leap? How does anyone? I mean, Greg Wood has been around a long time. And I know Raider fans don't want to hear this today. But how do you just leave three guys back there? I don't know. They have one shot at this. They can't kick a field goal. It's got to go in the end zone. I know. I don't know, man. I don't know. It was like one of those plays. Like, it worked out for me, right? Because I think I picked the Jets to beat yeah, the spread. Yeah, me too. I did. So, it didn't so, matter. Either way, I was going to win. So right. So, yeah. it's still, you know, it's still yeah. satisfied Vegas, I think. But it's just like, what? <laughs> I, I, that's, I, and that's what I mean when we talked about, you know, earlier with Purgatory with, you know, Coach Lynn, who, you know, you guys all know I love and adore. But there's only three teams that hadn't scored all season. Right. You know, the Chargers – my Lions, and these Jets. And all three of those coaches, well, one of them's already been fired. All three are, are on the flaming hot seat for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's because of stuff like we saw yesterday. You know, 45-0 to zero defeat, and then Gaze, you know, poor guy, think he's finally going to get off the snot, and bam! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I just yeah. laughed so hard, man, because I was like, damn. Yeah, and I feel bad <laughs> because – Man, like it just like I I do feel bad for Sam Darnold as I watch. I hate the Jets, so I I mean the Jets could lose every game in perpetuity and I'd be ecstatic. But I do feel bad for Sam Darnold, who I think has gotten the short end of the leash here, uh, or of the stick, excuse me. Um, and 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 I don't believe that Sam Darnold is is as bad as he's been portrayed. I think that he's still very young, and I think he could be better. Um, but. It really is like one. If the Raiders get into the playoffs by a game, we're gonna look back at this and remember that Derek Carr at his press conference literally said, <laughs> "I was stunned when they when I saw a cover zero and eight men were coming at me because you know what I was gonna throw it up to Henry Ruggs and I figured we had a good shot at it," <laughs> which is about as close to saying we were lucky as hell. As any quarterback can possibly say, like, yeah. other than it's just saying the phrase. Like, yeah. he didn't say, he didn't credit the offense at all. No, no, no. <laughs> he, he just, he talked about that play. Um, so, real quick, want to shout out a uh, Laker nemesis today. Happy 64th birthday to Larry Bird, okay? Ah, boo. Larry Legend. Uh, is he the biggest Lakers villain of all time? If not, who is? With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ah, man. Well, certainly you got to think he's up there. 
I mean, Lakers don't have a lot of love for Isaiah Thomas. Right. Isaiah's um, a good one. Yeah. They don't have a lot of love for him. Even though, really, like, it was only twice in the finals and once, you know, the dude had a sprained ankle and turned in one of the greatest performances of all time. Mm-hmm. So I, I think if you only faced him twice when they were a real issue for you, villain, mm-hmm. you, you, need, you need more. Right. I think that's why Bird is probably it. Maybe Rajah Bell, the way that he clotheslined Kobe, that's that's pretty bad. Yeah. But I'm, I'm thinking Larry. I'm thinking Larry. Yeah, Larry's got to be in there. Uh, Laura, what do you think? Like, is Larry Bird the biggest Laker villain of all time? Um, I was – so when we were talking about it, I was debating, and I think I have to go with Larry, yeah. Yeah, Larry is – I mean, because, again, they faced each other uh, – well, how many times they faced each other in the finals? Uh, it was one – the Celtics won once, and the Lakers won twice. Twice. So three times they faced each other. Yeah. So, I, I mean – I mean, for this, for for the Magic Bird that era. generation, yeah, right? For that that, gen, that right. group. Right. Um, Beyond that, obviously, is a lot more. But you know, where we're the, to, where we're talking about Larry Legend, it's did, did the modern day Lakers like the Shaq Kobe Lakers have like a nemesis? I know you know it's Sacramento, I guess, sort of. But like you know, that's like the Roadrunner, Wiley Spurs. Coyote. You know what I mean? Spurs. 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 So is Tim Duncan then the greatest Laker villain? Because well, the Lakers also a, have done, have had, the Lakers have also had their way with the Spurs in series too. So, well, well it, it was been pretty even actually. <laughs> it's, I mean, it wasn't like they were just. It, it wasn't until Phil came into the picture that. Oh right, 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 right. I'm talking right. about right that group. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Before that, the Spurs. I think they even swept them at one point. Right. In the postseason. Um, but it's hard for me to make Duncan a villain because he's so expressionless. Mm-hmm. And even though Larry didn't necessarily show it in his face a lot. He would do things and say things that let you know that he didn't mind, you know, twisting the knife skin. a little bit. Yeah, 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 he, yeah, didn't, yeah. he didn't mind yeah. that. So even though his face didn't yeah. contort a lot, he was a smack talker, and he definitely was doing things like waving a towel and, yeah. and the number one finger and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, 877-710-ESPN. I'm curious to hear what uh, Laker fans think. Who is the biggest Laker villain? Larry Bird's birthday today, 64. But Elroy in Long Beach wants to talk about the Rams. Elroy, what's up? Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, man. What's up, bro? I just wanted wanted to let you guys know that any quarterback, if you get to him and rattle him, I don't care who they are in the league, that you'll start to get in his head. I've seen all the big-time quarterbacks, when they get punished, they start doing interceptions and completions. Look at Brady just called it a timeout that he didn't even have because he got somebody that thought he was – yeah, look, I, I do think that, but I think that you're talking about maybe, uh, yes, to an extent, and thank you, O'Roy, for the call. Like, I wouldn't disagree that if you get pressure on a quarterback, they're they're not going to be as accurate or efficient or as good. But, man, like, some of the more mobile ones, and, and you know, like, even yeah, Aaron Rodgers throughout his career has been good against pressure. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, who I'm watching now, now he's old, right? But, like, when he was younger, he certainly was good. Um, right. against pressure because he could avoid it. He was so big and strong. He could even push guys off of him. Yep. Um, it's not every quarterback that's like that. No, it's not. And, you know, it's not, yes, he's right. Every quarterback at some point is going to face pressure. And is affected it's, in some way, but it's just how, but, how much you're affected. But how, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. There's some, and there's some quarterbacks, believe it or not, they want to get pressure, but it's a very specific kind of pressure because if it's pressure that squeezes you one way or another – then that's even worse for the defense. You yeah. know, guys like 
like Patrick Mahomes. You want to pressure him in the pocket. Right. You don't want to pressure him out the pocket because it's yeah. just going to be worse for you. Yeah, and I know golf was great against pressure against Tampa Bay. So, I mean, he's had moments where he's good at it. Joey is in San Bernardino. Joey, what's up? Hey, how's it going, you guys? I've been a big fan for you guys for a while now. Thank you, bud. Hey, thanks, brother. Thank you. Hey, so I kind of, uh, first first things first, uh, uh, for LZ, whatever happened to Mysterio? That's oh. for you. Yeah. Mysterio was sent to HR. And I haven't, seen, I haven't seen him since. You know, you can't, you know, times are different, bro. Ah. Um, so I, I, want to, I want to touch on the golf stuff. Uh, some of the things that I've noticed, um, obviously being a, a longtime Rams fan, is I noticed that when he's in the pocket, uh, some of these linemen are missing assignments, right? So you got, you got, you got linebackers, inside linebackers coming in free in, in, in between these gaps and hitting him from these blind sides, which is why you see some of these fumbles and why you see some of these, some of these picks. I also see some of the running backs missing some of their blocking assignments as well. Now I'm not saying, um, I don't want to say that, that he's, he's not making mistakes or he's not turning, he's not, he's not fumbling the football or he's not, you know, throwing interceptions, but, for the most part, with a lot of these, with a lot of you know, numbers don't lie, but sometimes they be they can be a little deceiving because of reasons like this. You got missing assignments on the on the front end of the of the of the, of the line, and you got running backs uh, missing assignments. No, Joey, that that all makes sense, and I appreciate the call. Look, it, they have to act in unison. I get that. Um, it's not just you know. Sometimes his mistake can be compounded because someone else made a mistake in front of him. All that stuff makes sense. But at the end of the day, there are some in a couple of these games. It's been, you know a lot of it has been on him, and I think that that is why it leads to us questioning these situations. Uh, we'll take more of your calls on it, Rams fans at eight seven 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 ten ESPN Raider fan. Are you feeling a little fortunate today? And who is the biggest Laker villain? We got a lot of people chiming in on Twitter. You can hit us up at eight seven 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 ten ESPN. But we'll get back to you in two minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sedano and LZ with you here. We got a full board of calls. People want to chime in on the Rams and their situation. Who the biggest Laker villain is on the birthday of Larry Bird. We're getting some good suggestions on Twitter. Hit us up at Sedano for me, at LZ Granderson for LZ. So I'm watching the Steelers game real quick, not to get too far into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of touched on it a little bit in purgatory, but where are you on TV blackouts in 2020? Um, well, I'm not a fan. Yeah, but I, but I, I wasn't. I, a, I wasn't a fan in 2019 or 2018 or 17 yes, or exactly. 16. Or, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I just I feel like it's silly. I understand the economics. I understand yeah. the economics of it all. Right, I'm just right. not a. I'm in no position in which that benefits me. Right. So why would I be a fan of it? Yeah. And I just think that ultimately you should want people to be able to see your sport, right? And see it as much as possible. Um, You know, not that the NFL needs help with that. But look, the NFL up until two weeks ago 
was down 16% year over year. Now, every sport is down year over year because the pandemic has created all sorts of weird viewing habits or different viewing habits, and we don't know if that will completely come back. Um, The NFL, year over year, last week, we don't have the numbers for this past weekend, was up 1% from where they were year over year, which is nice because they were down, as I mentioned, for a big part of this year. So I just think that that seems silly to me. I would want to watch it. I have DirecTV, so I'm able to put it on because um, I have the Sunday ticket. But it is, it is strange to me that we still have these rules in place. Uh, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, it doesn't matter to me. Like, like just, you know, just it, let people watch the game. I'm not going to say, I, I get it, you know, and it's no different than, you know, back in the day when you used to go to movie theaters to see a blockbuster movie. Right. Like, I get it. Yeah. I'm just not, like... But we're not conditioned for that. We've been conditioned to pay for movie theaters tickets. Yeah. We're not conditioned yeah. to have our games blacked out. This is a new phenomenon. Correct. And it is, you know, one that I'm sure makes a lot of people a whole lot of money. And I'm sure it's helping you pay for these players. But, you know, this thing is cyclical. And if you don't continue to feed your fan base, then, you know, you're kind of eating your tail a little bit, in my opinion. Now, let me ask you that. Your perfect segue into the Chargers. Are the Chargers eating their tail a little bit? Are they fine? Are they if look, we love Anthony Lynn. I know you're very close with him. I I respect him tremendously. Um, but they are 5 and 14 in one-score games, and now they have just been blown out by what I think is a very average New England team. And they it happened at home. It wasn't pretty at all. You know, a week ago he was telling his team that he doesn't believe they can make the playoffs when they weren't mathematically eliminated yet. It just feels like things are coming, kind of crashing down on him. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Scott Kaplan during Purgatory is right, LZ, that he thinks Anthony Lynn will be back. Um, But I don't think you and I agree with that. Not because we wouldn't want him back, but because it's just the nature of the business. Well, one, you know, no adult wants to be brought back because it's cheaper to keep her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Which was basically what, what Cap was saying, that, you know, monetarily speaking, you have an owner who doesn't like to spend a lot of money. It would be expensive to fire him to bring in someone new. Why bother? Mm-hmm. Like, no one wants to be brought in under those circumstances. Correct. Period. Um, but with that being said... You can certainly tell yourself whatever lie you need to in order to keep an NFL job, too. Sure. So, I'm sure he'll get over it if that is the case. But the reality is is that yesterday was the first time in which I felt as if it was a mess. Mm-hmm. And there was no redeeming side of the football that I could turn to and say, you know, that's something we can build on or that's something they can build on. Uh, special teams was Awful. Absolutely atrocious. I hadn't seen the special teams, you know, give up the yams like that, like, ever. It was so bad. (laughs) Awful. It was so bad. Awful. It was so bad. And so you had that. You had an offense that was inept. You have a defense that couldn't stop anything. Like, it was the first time, George, I really felt as if they were completely, like, outclassed in every aspect of the game. Mm -hmm. And that's that's when I started thinking, He's definitely in trouble. Before yeah. then, you can go injuries, lack of depth, young quarterback, blah, blah, blah. Yesterday was just trash, man. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Let's go to Rudy in Riverside. What's up, Rudy? 
Hey, guys, how you doing? Hey, bud. What's up, brother? Hey, so I have a few takes, if you let me. I know you got other calls, but I, I want to get them in. And um, what's up, LZ? Um, what's up, brother? Uh, here we go. So um, so as far as the Lakers' nemesis, there's two of them. One of them is not a player. Uh, Bird is the most feared uh, Celtic that the Lakers have had uh, when it comes down to the end of the game. But the nemesis of this player has to be Bill Russell. Uh, that's the oh, yeah. one. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, non-player nemesis for Lakers is a Red Arbach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. And then and when it comes to golf, uh, I love golf. He's my quarterback, and we have to ride with him. Uh, but he's got the boy genius and McVay on there. And, uh, you know, he, he's going to make mistakes, but he kills me. You know, he's got to – I'm surprised. Maybe he's worked with them, but he's got to learn how to do a pump fake to, to freeze the linebacker and maybe uh, uh, throw over him or uh, get, the, get the guys – throw the guys open with that. Uh, learn how to do a back shoulder phase in the, in the red zone so he can get some touchdowns. He can be a lot better just doing those mechanical things, those fundamentals. Yeah, and uh, you know, so uh, but I, you know, hopefully he'll get that going. Uh, you know, uh, we're missing a fast uh, receiver, so we can stretch the field. No, you know what, Rudy, Nobody Rudy, that, that that Rudy, that thank you for the call. That is a good point. Um, they don't necessarily have a speedster anymore. They thought Brandon Cooks was going to be that guy. Obviously, we know that didn't work out. Although he is playing pretty well in Houston this year, um, but. Um, look, there are the red zone has been an issue for them, LZ. It's something we've discussed with Sean on this show. Yeah, but um, you know, some of that has to do with play calling. You know, it's not all Jared Goff, right? You know, certainly that fourth down play at the goal line where they quickly tried to run on the left side and it was just went nowhere with the other disaster. That's not Jared Goff's fault. That's a right. play calling issue. Correct. So I wouldn't say it's always about Jared Goff when we get you know down inside the twenty. But there are certainly moments in which Jared Goff's decision-making, you know, there are a lot of interceptions, let's just be real, that just don't get caught. Yeah. No, no, that, that's <laughs> he, true. He that's threw true. one yesterday, dog, yeah. and I was just like, God, yeah. beep. Yep, <laughs> like, yep, yep, yep. Let me, <laughs> let me grab Giovanni in Highland Park real quick before we have to hit the break. What's up, Giovanni? Hey, Mr. Mano, what's up, guys? Hey, right, bud. So for, what's up, brother? For a villain, I have to nominate a teammate of Larry Bird, Kevin McHale. Oh, that one's coming oh, in on yeah. Twitter pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah, for clotheslining, Kurt Ramage. Now, listen, I wasn't born Yeah, that happened. but And I, James like, Worthy, right? Didn't time. he get into a James Worthy, too, if yeah, I recall correctly? Like, yeah. Listen, like, I, I, was, I, I wasn't born when that happened, but as a Lakers fan, I, I just can't stand Mikel. Like, every time I see him, he's just like, <laughs> nah, man. I, I'll, I'll give him a one, too, you know, if I see him, but nah, like, I don't know I don't much of that, dude. Awesome. Thank you, Giovanni. Appreciate Thank it, you. bud. All right, keep bringing your Lakers villains today. Larry Bird, 64th birthday. Is he the guy? Uh, Mikhail, apparently getting a lot of heat, both on the phone and on Twitters, uh, on the Twitters at 877-710-ESPN. Uh, Rams fans asking the question of, like, what do you make? Like, what is? who do you fear? Um, is it something internal? Is it someone in the NFC? 877-710-ESPN. What you need to know is coming up next, plus Monday afternoon quarterback, all in three minutes.